0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Adela Marcy Unplugged, I'm your host of the most, as always, Adela Marcy, and today we are joined by a very fun and special guest of mine. Uh, she's a friend of mine that I've known for multiple years, uh, we have crossed paths at several seminars, she was and is my financial mentor and client at some point. So it's been like a storied past to bring this person on the show, which I'm really glad that we're doing. And uh, I would feel terrible if we didn't get her on here, especially right before we finish the show. So with that being said, Connie, welcome to the show.
1: Yeah, it's an honor uh, for me to be here and to talk to you and to talk to your audience. That's cool. And yeah, that's true. I'm I'm just counted. I think we know each other. We have to. Three or four years now, I want to say.
0: It's it's long, it's longer than four. It's beyond 2017. Like, I've known you longer than 2017. Oh, wow. 2016 end of early 2017 would have been.
1: All right. Which always proves the point. Sometimes it's longer than you think.
0: Yeah, usually. (laughs) That being said, guys, as always, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. I hope you had a brilliant week so far. As again, I'm in your ear right now. And uh, the show is sponsored by ConnieLebeckia.com. Head on over there, especially if you're creative and you suck at finances like I did. Trust me. You want to follow her stuff. And, uh, of course, the show is sponsored by GreatestCopywriterLife.com, which you will find the Story Selling Matrix, where we help you figure out your story and how to extrapolate it into cash-producing content and copy and everything else in between that being said the very first question i gotta ask connie is again i've God dressed the elephant in the room you're german you yes. have that very german efficiency <laughs> and stuff that you have which has been really cool which i've enjoyed but you're also a creative in the way that you are like you're actually quite creative in your own sense like you love spreadsheets mm-hmm. you love that stuff mm-hmm. but you also have a creative side to you my mm-hmm. curiosity is how do you find the balance between the two worlds? Because a lot of people say that you either move to one way or the other. Mm. How do you find balance in the two?
1: Hmm. Well, we all have both sides because our brain, unless you only have half a brain, which I don't know. Um, but I think most of us have two half brains. Um, actually, for the longest time in my life, I've ignored. <laughs> The creative one and was always around achieving and around numbers and around, um, you know, I think achieving is pretty much it. Um, And so until I noticed that I'm really missing something, I'm burning out and I need something else to... Be returning to my bubbly self <laughs> and so uh, when I was very young about five or six my dad taught me how to sew mm-hmm. and so I returned to that which has many um, advantages when you are short <laughs> because you just can make what you want to do um, or what you want to wear um, and then I love actually creating my apartment and things like that like interior design That's which cool. came which came in handy when I kind of did a uh, detour over professional organizing um you know and helping people get their homes kind of nicer more yeah. cleaned up that kind of thing I'm trying to think
0: well yeah I mean like kind of jumping off that point though however because I do want to like there is something else that I didn't actually mention the very beginning and that is that you are actually very well known in the mindset community as well because of course you've done your accreditation around nlp hypnosis Mm -hmm. and you do help people around that. Mm -hmm. kind of marrying that off though however when it comes back to the whole idea of the creativity side and balancing out the logic Mm -hmm. my curiosity really like falls upon when we started working together obviously i know you a little bit better so i'm going to ask the questions i think other people are going to be thinking best the ones that i'm just purely curious about um but my initial curiosity when I first met you was essentially why would someone like me need someone to help me with my finances? Because again, secretly I was scared of PNL shoots like, like crazy. I don't like <laughs> spreadsheets. It's just not how my brain functions or likes right. to operate. It gives mm-hmm. it like it tenses up. Right. So what I wanted to ask is how do how does someone that is a creative, someone that is a high-minded creative in the way they mm-hmm. are, who has a hard time getting into that logic deep dive shit? How do we start to begin that journey? Like if spreadsheets and schedules scare you, mm. how do you get over that initial fit? How do you get over the hump?
1: Well, when you really don't have any clue around that and you don't even know, I don't know, um, or you don't want to get into spreadsheets. You don't want to open that thing yeah. um, because alone those empty uh, cells are scaring the, you know, uh, the macaroni out of you, <laughs> then you, um,
0: you can swear on the show. Relax,
1: well. <laughs> uh, then you just take an empty sheet of paper. You know, it can be even, I don't know, like a, you know, when you go to the pub where they put your, your beer on.
0: Yeah. Coasters.
1: The coasters. It even can be a coaster like that. Seriously, because then it's simple <laughs> and simplicity is key. So on there, you just write your, let's say the revenue you've had last month and how much money you spent last month. And, and don't like be super detailed because I find when people never done that, they lose themselves in details like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm saving 30 euros here and 20 for this and 150 for that. Who cares? <laughs> um, it's important to get the big picture. You know, you're not doing this to please someone like me who loves spreadsheets <laughs> Uh or I don't know, um you really do this to get a good feeling of what's your income, what are you what what are your general expenses, and how much do you have left, or do you have anything left? or how much are you lacking, <laughs> so to say, how much is kind of missing in the income part? And then uh, from that's a, that's like the best starting point. <laughs> um, and that gives you a little mm, confidence and I want to say a sense of control over your money and once you're there you can go deeper no matter if you have like a zero at the end <laughs> or maybe a plus or some minuses um, then you go okay what do I spend my money actually for because we all do spend money every day okay. or I'd say most days um, but we're not really paying attention to it you know be it in business or be it personal um, and so you know, we are flooded with information every day. And there's this great uh, offer for a freebie, I don't know, uh, website, <laughs> right? Like, oh, yeah, I need this. This sounds great. So you sign up for it. And then you have, of course, an upsell. And says, oh, for 97 euros or $97 or you get this. And you're like, yeah, yeah, 97 is nothing. So you sign up. And you do that, you know, not just one day, but you do that a couple of days. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that you never really use them those upsells are very often, at least I don't, and I think I'm not so special. Um, and then those kind of add up because that money is still taken from your account if you're using it or not. And so um, it's, it's key to identify those things that you really don't use, but that are being taken from your account um, or that. Okay, So even, just, I'm just
0: going to yeah. question, because like we're. Because I'm subject to details from time to time, but also I know I can uh, let my brain work its own patterns. So there's certain things that will go into detail and some things it won't. Like, what? Whenever I have an idea, I never unpack it. I'm like, if you make me unpack this idea, it'll never get done. <laughs> <laughs> which is like when someone goes, You want to do what? I was like, Yeah, I want to do this. And I was like, Okay, so why? I'm like, If you ask me that, it will mm-hmm. never get done. Just right. agree with me and let me see where this goes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it'll figure itself out, which is lovely. But With that said, though, however, like uh, if someone that is a creative that is figuring out their own stuff for the first time and they're ballparking Mm. their figures, let's just say last month was, oh, no, I made 2000 and I spent like 1800 is what I think I spent Mm. it on. And they go look through their numbers and they look through that, like without going into every single detail of like how much they spent, because Mm. we kind of went. Don't look into detail and then went through way too much of an example of looking into details. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So (laughs)
1: So we kind of like, how would they do
0: that without actually looking into their details?
1: I think you need a little bit of detail, like after you've done, after you know what you spent and after you know what you 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 made, right?
0: Like, Like, would you go from, like, let's say you start off with a guess Mm -hmm. $2,800 is what you think you spent and how much you think you made
1: right the next thing is you look in your bank account
0: so you look at your bank account and you go Mm. okay is it really true where's the discrepancy (laughs) essentially
1: right is it really true did i really you know because even if i didn't you know because let's say 200 every month ought to end up somewhere what i was (laughs) going to
0: say that is what because this is where the nitty-gritty really gets into is as you were saying People can look into like an entire system and be like, okay, well, I bought this program and I did this, and I did this, and I did this and that's where we mm. get to detail orientation which is just no. Ah,
1: what true. we would end
0: up doing. is, Would you say that you end up just looking at your in and out every month, like how much money came in, how much money came out and then as a starting point, yeah. Like, step one, do this.
1: Yes, absolutely. Like, you need like, to know by what's st- coming in. Yeah. But
0: like step three or four, I'd say at that point, start looking at like a little bit deeper and by st- steps don't mean weeks, guys. It means like, you know, later in that day, or a few days later, once you feel comfortable, just start looking at what you're making. You yeah. Know, and don't
1: right and make it fun. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, um, a lot what of creatives, mean? a lot of creatives love or uh, working with color to some degree in their, um, in their professional careers of some sort or have to do with colors, you know, uh, like, be it with logos or in copy or in websites or in photography or who knows what. And so um, I found actually that quite a few have um, like are dyslexic or um, have a hard time with structure. And so colors actually help to make this more fun and easy and to keep it really, let's say, to a handful, which is five, right? Your hand has five fingers. So make five main categories that all the expenses that you have in business or personal doesn't matter you can use the same principle for both you are putting this under one of those categories and then you know each time you have not only a good feeling what you earn (laughs) both in business or personal but you also know exactly what you spend it for like in a more like in a detailed enough way you never have to know more than that um And then comes the part where this step is so vital, because once you do this, you realize money is not your enemy. (laughs) Money is actually your friend. Money is a tool for the wonderful value that you provide to the world. And in return, you receive money. Um, and that's the, I call it the physical side of money, the management side. Oh. Um, and um, from there, actually in business, money tells you so much about your business. You know, business is hard, totally. Like there, there is never a single choice that you know exactly guaranteed the outcome ever. we're all dealing with people but your money (laughs) tells you in numbers um what smart choice is for your business in this moment in time for your goal that you want to achieve
0: pretty cool that's pretty cool yeah i'm just going to pause for a very quick second guys just hold on all right, we're back in, guys. Sorry about the little break, but like, yeah. So one of the questions I did want to ask when it came around, to like just changing your mindset around money. Of course, those are practical steps. Now, of course, there's the internal side of things where you have, you know, oh, my mind is working a certain way. My curiosity is like, how do you get over that internal resistance? Because we have internal resistance in so many areas, but let's just start with this whole idea with money. And I know I'm talking about money a lot, guys, but it's kind of fucking important. And then we'll go into... The next section, because trust me, there's something else brilliant that's coming. Mm-hmm. So curious.
1: So I guess the first step is to be aware. Like, what are you thinking about money? Yeah. You know, um. And actually, when I get got through this entire thing, <laughs> um, and I'm not a mindset person, I'm not one of those woo-woo persons per se. I'm very skeptical <laughs> around all this. Oh, I don't know. You need to love your money in order to receive it and blah. Um, and if money would be a person, you know, would it love to spend time with you? Um, because you're either mistreating it or treating it well, you know. Um, but I was at a point, well, where I didn't have anything to lose really. <laughs> and I knew, like, I paid attention to what I was thinking in my head. Maybe it was because my entire company was at the time of a six-month-old baby. i was <laughs> like, ah. Um, but yeah, so I thought, what kind of, you know, at the time my business coach, I think, offered something around mindset and money. Um, I said, well, if this is what she promises is true, <laughs> I'll buy it. <laughs> and um so I did, but um, I figured it's really the first step is what do you think about money? Like, I could not have told you that in the beginning. I was like, pff, I started very logical. Like, I am logical. So it's like, oh, well, you know, pay pays things and you get it. <laughs> and I don't know. But then eventually you get to the point of, oh, Like listening to your body, I guess, is also a good sign when you deal with money or when you think of your next month, your revenue or something, how does it make you feel physically? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like this kind of excited moment as when you would meet your future spouse or, you know, the girl of your dreams or the man of your dreams? Or do you more feel like, ooh my goodness, Um, this kind of pitch in the tummy (laughs) or somewhere in between. Um, And then really just write it down and kind of figure out what words you would put to that. So that's the first big step. And there are a lot of surprises when you do it the first time, but even when you've done it before and you think, oh, I know everything, when I think about money. (laughs) I want to bet you, like literally, you know, my entire coaching program that you come up with new ideas about money that you didn't know before. So that I would say is the first important step. And right. I, yeah, and I think when we started talking about that process, uh, we also got we. we Sometimes it's not directed with money, but you talk about it with a friend, how you feel about an event that's happened in your life or that's coming up. And often that's connected, like how you feel about that event. And then you realize, hmm, actually, that's how I feel about receiving money or receiving attention or receiving more followers or more audience or things like that. Yeah. That's so have a chat. Cool. Yeah, have a chat with your friend. I guess that could start. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. I actually do enjoy that. I think that's a really good way of looking at it. It's healthy. So how would you start doing that with other feelings though? Like, yes, just say there's like a fear that you have around getting out of your own way or something. And you know exactly what that fear is. It's like, Oh, I just, I know my own way. If I only ever came this one thing then blah. So how would you stop using those same processes and strategies as a way of dealing with those um, same situations and issues?
1: Oh, you mean, those feelings when you kind of feel like you have two people living in you, the one that actually knows time. what you ought to do, and the other one that's like, ah, oh, no, come
0: exactly. on. Exactly. I'm going to be lazy <laughs> today.
1: Don't do that. Um, I guess we all have that, you know, this little angel here that, says, oh, that kind of sees everything happening as you're envisioning it in your head. And then you have this other kind of devilish person that says, don't do it not worth it um some people call it devilish person ego um some people call it your inner child (laughs) um and the other one you know you hear names like subconscious or um your best self or your best divine self but really it's about bringing those together and honoring both sides um And really, um, when that happens to you, realizing why it happens to you. So the question why is a very good tool to figure out why you do what you do. But there are some clues, general speaking, that are true for all of us when we implement or when we start new things or maybe start a whole new thing that we've never done before. Like, I don't know, speaking in front of thousands of people or starting a new business or something like that um often it's something we don't have any experience in like we're don't know if what we want and think is the way to it is the right way that makes it actually happen so we need courage <laughs> hello courage right and what comes with courage is Because we humans need to belong to someone or something or connect to someone or something, right? And so we need some certain we need to in order to be courageous, you need to be vulnerable. <laughs> and that's the fucking stuff that we don't want to be. No. Right? Because second
0: we can't. How re- second time I referenced uh Brienne Brown today.
1: Right. <laughs> She's so right in this. She actually is a great um I mean, if you have Netflix, there is a great talk about
0: yeah. this. Yeah. I literally listened to it the other morning.
1: Yeah. And she's so true. And she's so right. Um, we are listening to so much crap, you know, that we actually believe that crap out there instead of believing what what the best of us, what our inner guide actually tells us to do we all have I believe we all have a guide we just need to listen to it Mm -hmm. Uh, and it is not speaking very loud especially in the beginning when it's shoveled under all that shit you know that you believe but you're not Um, and how could it (laughs) so we need to retrain ourselves to listen to that voice and blend out everything that is not important so like all the people that you would like that you you think you have to please (laughs) or you get to please. But actually, I found that you only get to please yourself first and foremost, Mm -hmm. which is hard enough because that means you know what pleases you, which is a hard question. (laughs) What pleases you? Um, And give yourself some compassion, some patience.
0: Which is hard to do.
1: But when you're not having compassion with yourself and patience with yourself, you're not having compassion or patience with anybody else. And when I start working with people that haven't got it together financially, compassion and patience are two big words for me. And because that leads to like an unconditional love. I love you for who you are, as you are right now in this moment. And I give literally F about, you know, what you didn't do, what you didn't, where you failed at, where you judged yourself for, where you analyzed yourself to death for. And I know all about that because I'm an overanalyzer. Got better, (laughs) but still there. Um,
0: It takes time to get rid of that one.
1: Well, and sometimes I think some parts of us are, like that something sometimes it's nature so you always have it but once Mm -hmm. you know it you can work on it and control it so that it doesn't control you but you control it agreed right so you can be because money is also emotional so for example you can be an emotional overspender Mm -hmm. and when you don't know it (laughs) you keep doing it so awareness is key in this, but once you know it, you can start putting things in place or people in place or help in place that um, helps you control that whenever it comes out.
0: Greed. It's one so. of the best things about it.
1: Yep. It's
0: just weird and annoying how long it takes sometimes.
1: Yeah, but see, I think our understanding of time when we put it into a universal or in a God context, I mean, God, <laughs> what we think is a long time, you know, it's not even a blink of an eye <laughs> for the universe or God, or, you know, compared to how long it took us until we realized we need to change something like a couple of decades often, you know, yeah. um, is nothing compared to those two or three years that it takes to readjust your habits, and to really um, be in balance. Yeah. And, yeah.
0: I mean, I'd say it kind of really comes down to, like, what are you willing to invest in? Like, it's three years of hard work, fine, but what's Mm -hmm. the payoff? The payoff is a lifetime of what you feel better about yourself. you feel good, you actually make Mm -hmm. more money, you have a good Mm -hmm. time in life. Like, so is three years really that long in comparison to a lifetime?
1: Yeah. And it's about really allowing yourself to see all of how you would like to live.
0: Yeah.
1: Like uh, my husband and I just talked today, we took a walk and he said, you know, okay, I would love to, to move and really live in a house. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, okay. Well then let's do that. Um, of course, you know, it's not like, Oh, let's do that. You know, like, we you know, a house or things are, but, but really allow yourself in your big dreams to have them again when you know them and speak them out to someone, then they become real. <laughs> then suddenly they're not just in your head and you're just, you know, pushing it down. Um, but it's actually, okay, I'm, I'm worthy to have that. And then you can put a plan in place, how you make it happen or what you need to think of and clear off. And, you know, until you can make a really good, well-informed decision on that. So um and that's true. Like, that's what I find people lack most front, like most and for like, mostly they start totally wrong. <laughs> you know, I find in the in the circle of money, uh, and money is a circle money is like, kind of a, like the circle of life. <laughs> There's a circle of money. Um, you have this um, very basic things like, what are your money goals? Like, why do you want them? Do you just want the house or the car or uh the travel the world because everybody does it, and then you're like made it, like the state, the status of it. Or do you really, I don't know, want it because it fills your heart and it's just what you're meant to do, um, or anything in between. But that's that are two powerful questions. Like, what are my goals, and why do I want it, and then really start putting some like a system in place. But I find a simple one. Like we all overcomplicating that thing. So really simple. Um, and and know and never lose sight of your big goal just break it down reverse engineer kind of Um, and then what you think about money often there is a lot of trauma there emotions you know that you don't maybe even remember because they happen when you were teeny tiny or some of them were so painful you don't want to go back to and relive it but sometimes we Have to go through the pain and through the valley of tears, so to speak, in order to see the nice rainbow. Um, so kind of heal, if you like. And then once you have this and this, and you have a certain cash mountain in your business and a cash mountain in your personal life, then you start looking at investing. And that too is a whole huge thing of knowing what you want (laughs) and when you want it, you know, do you want to retire in 20 years in 30 or in five makes a huge difference. And so people are looking more into, Oh, I want to invest. I want to invest. I want to invest, but they're not having their day-to-day cash in control.
0: Yeah.
1: And so they keep running out of money, they keep making more debt and more loans. They keep avoiding and ignoring their day-to-day money, but they're expecting, I don't know, miracle (laughs) that their investment are smart and leading to their goals. And sometimes some very lucky people have that and it's really luck. It's not system or plan or intentional choice. It's pure luck. But it's kind of like winning the lottery. Some people do, but you know, the chances are slim that when you buy a ticket, you get the 90 million that's in the pot. Kind of the same. Mm
0: -hmm. That's pretty cool. See, I like that. Now, my question really kind of goes back towards this uh, process that you essentially have around finding what it is that you want, like writing down your goals and going from that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just think that's a really hard thing for you to do.
1: It was. yeah so
0: let's break that down to a much simpler way how do you because the problem i always have is like when people go okay write your ideal like your ideal average day your ideal bloody blah whatever it is it's too detailed my thing goes yeah my whole thing goes into not even like that's too detailed where do i begin even like even if i start bigger am i talking about the ideal life where i'm married with kids or is it the life where i have none of that and I'm single and I'm enjoying my life right now because that's the goal I need to move towards right now because mm whenever I do the ideal average day I've always done it where I'm in here I'm doing this thing I've got this family (laughs) and then of course that doesn't materialize I feel disappointed so wouldn't it be better to actually start with where you are and create from that perspective and then say this is what I want down the line Mm -hmm. but for now this is how I operate
1: so here is like how I see it and it's true for relationships and it's true for money yeah. and it's um, even true for your health. When you're not starting to start with yourself where you are at right now and start loving and embracing that and managing that well with what you have currently, you're never going to get there. Either be you, You're never going to find the love of your life. You always attract the wrong kind of women or men because you're still having your uh parts of you that you don't want to see you're ignoring you're avoiding <laughs> um, and that kind of vibrates out <laughs> so to say because we're all energy and money is energy too it's kind of a tool of energy exchange like really even if you don't believe in all that energy crap mm-hmm. um, but money really got about by some people saying that was like 10,000 years ago I was like hmm uh, I think actually the Romans and the Egyptians brought money into the play uh, or in Asia, the Chinese. So that was before Christ was even born. So a long time before that, but they thought, Hmm, you have a sheep. Yeah. I have a pig, but you don't like pig meat. Hmm. Kind of, you know, how do we do this? Like, how do I get your sheep? Because I really want it, but you don't want my pig. And I don't have anything else you'd like. So, uh, so they started with um, coins, you know, gold in the beginning and then silver, but they all got heavy, so they eventually turned to paper that was after Christ. But um that's how money must, came about.
0: They didn't actually start having paper money until much later down the line. Yes. They actually stayed yes. in like copper, silver.
1: Yeah, and, that um, it was like in the Middle Ages when breasts, they started well, to to write. Onion to write shakes as they called it at the time yeah you was know, like i give you or your picks yeah, are worth 200 whatever shekels yeah. well, i don't know Chilets yeah and shackles
0: and everything else in between. <laughs> so
1: that's you know so they exchanged the value of something the energy of something so we all you know i just actually read today a mm-hmm. sentence where i was like yeah you know knowing your identity is super knowing you're healthy and in balance is super but saying I don't care about money is a limiting belief as much as saying I don't deserve money because as long as you exist physically and you, you have a shelter and you want to eat and you want to wear something, um, you will have to get that via a vehicle or a tool that's called money. (laughs) So even if you don't care about money, you know, um, you do in a way it's kind of like when people say oh I don't you know give f what people think yes you do because that's how you're naturally wired we all care about what other people think as Brené Brown said in that talk you know we're just that's how we are wired (laughs) Um, we are social beings we need to socialize for our survival yes we do even so um, and the same is true for money so Mm -hmm. as long as you want to survive you can keep in those patterns and think oh you don't care about money or you don't deserve money but you'll never be thriving in life and i believe life was given to each one of us to thrive in life Uh, and for you know and for that you need to embrace and love money for what it is which is a tool of energy exchange of value exchange you know, in the future, maybe it's Bitcoin or Dutch Coin or who knows, but <laughs> it's still the same basis under the same, um, yeah, the same base underlying. So that never changes.
0: Agreed. It's very interesting how we don't actually fully evolve what people think. Like we evolve differently than people think.
1: Yeah. And so I wanted to write her. I was like, nah, that's going to give an online shit storm. So no, um, <laughs> But um, it's like, yeah, um, money is not evil. You know, we make it evil. (laughs) So, and I'm like, I see my mission to help people to see that money is not evil, that money is actually, or can be, their biggest supporter to achieve or to live their mission, their goals, their heart desires, the lifestyle they want to live. Mm-hmm. You just have to be clear what that is, <laughs> and I'm helping you tickle it out over time. Because some things is like buried under that, you know, pile of all that sugary beliefs that you have, you know, and you just don't see the beautiful temple or the beautiful villa inside of the forest because there are all those trees, and you need to remove the trees first before you say this is what I and um, so that's why I find this also a little bit problematic to say your ideal day or blah, blah, blah. Yes, think big, but when you cannot really envision yourself, you know, when you don't really, when you think, oh, it would be nice to have it, but I don't really buy it, that I'll ever have this, then you're just too far away. So scale it down a little bit, that's what I'd say. Because when you don't really believe it, then it'll never, ever, come to fruition you need to you need to believe it first and foremost you know right. K- kind of like the same when people ask about pricing oh what should i what should i charge yeah and yeah, of course
0: like, i just like you kind of go with that really more than anything because like um pricing really just comes down to how you feel like it as frank likes to occasionally joke the fractal extraction uh, method of actually how to price things
1: Yeah. And I actually, I personally don't think there is nothing wrong, especially when you've never done it before in that form to test it out with a few people for free for an exchange of, of something.
0: Yeah. I don't figure And then figure out the people. though. It depends where you're at. Right. It depends on
1: industry and people and where you're at. And um, that's true.
0: Industry just where you're at as, 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 as who you, what you've, what experience you have. So if you're someone that has the experience already, like, you know what, I've gone through every NLP course under the sun. I've already done my accreditation. Oh, no then you know it. Yeah. yeah. You know your shit. You can go out there and teach and be fine right. and stuff. Then you know what exactly. If you're a yeah. copywriter that's just starting out right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on board with the whole, you can do a few free pieces or do some cheap gigs, but here's the thing. Don't come out thinking you're a hotshot is essentially what I would say. You're not that at true. that level. Right. Like it's the equivalent. I'm going to use a fight experience here. Cause like fighting is probably one of the easiest ways you can do this. If you guys really want to see this, there are levels to things. Mm-hmm. Remember MMA and Thai boxing, well, even if you want to watch boxing, Floyd Mayweather, accessibly well known around the world. There are levels to his defensive levels. Like he is such a defensive boxer. It is incredible to watch him move. At the age he's at he still moves better than most people. He's still defensive. It's <laughs> very hard to hit him. He's in nearly in his like he's in his forties. I think he's nearly in his fifties, but he's like he's really hard to hit, reason being floyd moves better than you there are mm-hmm. levels to his defense that you don't have because he's put time under tension right and again i know we're veering off subject here but essentially when it comes down to pricing prices off accordingly and the guide that i use which is david Ogilvie's guide which is never charge someone more money than if they ask for a refund it wouldn't cor- it wouldn't bankrupt you so if they if, if you charge mm-hmm. someone some money okay. and they ask for a refund and it bankrupts you don't charge that amount of money Charge a little bit less where you can cover house, but like cover yourself.
1: Right. Which brings also back the goals and the clarity around what you want to do and who you want to work with. Exactly. Right. Because when you are in business and we chart are uh, refunding a lot of money, then that is not right. Then there's something wrong. Um, because when you work, when you do the work that you love and you're born to um, and you deliver value, even if at this point in time, you're not enjoying it overly, <laughs> For whatever mm-hmm. reason, be it like um, something you just gotten into, you know, you never envisioned yourself to be a um, and um, God, how you call it? What? Uh, how do you call a person that works with big corporates uh, and uh, corporate in, like in banking on the other side? Like, oh uh, gosh consultants uh, consult like like a like you're you're a consultant for an asset manager you know working with big corporates and you never saw yourself doing that you kind of slid into that for example mm-hmm. um but you you keep doing it you deliver even if your heart isn't in it but right. you deliver and then um and I was also brought up in a sense of you finish what you started and then <laughs> you take yeah. whatever you want to do so um but then you you do something that you, you hard, but you're not refunding money. <laughs> yeah. You just, you know, if you do that a lot, then there is a lot going on on the backside of it that you're not realizing. Agreed. Yeah. There is. Um, and it starts with a lot of lack of clarity maybe around why is it actually that you're refunding those people? Um, but also it comes also back again to what we think we deserve or don't deserve or um you know what we can or cannot do because we all have our patterns and I, I believe personally we all can be successful every single one of us yes we have different definitions of what success is so when I would ask you what is success for you you tell me something else then I would answer you back when you know so but um we all can achieve our dreams. If we would put this as the definition of success Mm -hmm. to achieve your dreams, to make it a reality in your life. And I think, yes, we all have the capabilities of it. We get everything in us. (laughs) We don't know everything in us yet. That makes that happen, but we can totally do this. Um, And it is not just beaches and cocktails and fun some of it is a bit nitty-gritty totally unsexy um, you know um, totally untrained and some some of it is super painful but you yeah. need to kind of have all this to experience the cocktail with a nice babe beside you or the nice nice dude depending
0: yeah it really just does come down to exactly what you're into at that point more than anything else. Uh, and you've got that clear definition of what it is that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's essentially it more than anything else. And that's pretty cool. So see, that brings me to this uh, question I do have for you, mm-hmm. which really works in conjunction with all of this. And it comes down to the idea of confidence, because this is something that you've dealt with over your own life. And, you know, mm-hmm. we always have done. Um, when life invariably kicks you in the nuts, because it and does... It's-
1: and it will. <laughs> it's one of the guarantees in life. Yeah. yeah.
0: How do you deal with it now? Like, what do you do? Like, what is your routine to bring yourself back onto the track of, like, feeling better and being more awesome, essentially?
1: Well, I think allow yourself to grieve or to feel sorry for yourself or to cry, whatever it is that that kick in the back makes you feel or brings feelings out. Don't push them down. Don't ignore them and don't avoid them. Everything, like when you do that, it's going to kick fire you in a couple of decades, the latest in in your butt. Um, And you're kind of living life as if you would drive on high speed, but you're actually having your foot on the brake pedal all the time. Um, So that, but then eventually, and that really depends on what the kick was. You know, there is no universal rule. Um, I think, um, you know, was it, was the kick in the butt that maybe your child died? Was it that your spouse divorced you? Was it that you lost your business? Was it that you lost a client? Was it you didn't get that client? You know, what, what is it? Um, But, you know, you sense when enough of feeling your emotions is enough, you know? You had your peanut butter, ice cream, Favorite Netflix binging for the day, <laughs> so to say, and then you just do something that really fills you that does you good just for the sake because it does you good. Is it a bubble bath? Is it a nice walk? Is it a great call uh, or conversation with a friend? Is it all of it? <laughs> then have that. So you're having this nice energy to make you feel better, yeah, right and then um yeah and then you look at it and say okay what's the lesson here for me to learn because there's always a lesson in those kicks in the butts (laughs) and then okay you get up you dust yourself off and you try again or you try again with a slightly different approach because you've learned that lesson
0: It does actually really help out a lot of the time.
1: So, and I think the more often you do that also in small things, not just, the, you don't have to wait for the big kick, like I've just described, you know, sometimes it's this, this little disappointment or, um, you, the little failures along the way that you are ignoring or avoiding or not looking into. And I think when you start, um, to be more mindful about them, to be more open, to see them better or to notice them better because sometimes it's nothing to see but to hear (laughs) or uh, maybe to feel, you know, we all have five senses. So Um, then you can ask in the small ways, oh, what's the lesson here for me to learn? Why does that happen now? Why does it make me feel so triggered? what can I do to be cool about this?
0: Yeah. So that really does kind of like play into a lot of that stuff, which is brilliant. Like Mm -hmm. you got, you got to just constantly explore it. I mean, that kind of segues perfectly to my next section, which is of course um, it's asking you like, what are like, I'd say five, what are the five most impactful books that you've read? And what are five books that you recommend? So like not always your recommended list aren't always the books that have being the best to you, like you've enjoyed the most. Like what are the five that have been impactful to you and what are the five that you'd recommend? They don't have to all be business. It can be like anything that you want.
1: Certainly a one that has most impacted me also in my walk with confidence and believing. Um, and also the, 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 the writer has greatly impressed me. Um, as a woman, she's a woman like me, so as a woman, but also as a leader in business and as a mother, um, just as an overall human being, um, <laughs> which is it's, I think it's called names are not so my strengths, but I think it's called Believe It, um, by Jamie Lee Kerma, something like that, um, you. Uh, I have it actually in my desk so because I re- reread it all the time. but um, that would be a book I would truly recommend to read and it was also one that impacted me a whole lot because it's been written by someone who made it, <laughs> so to speak, from the out outwater look what you you know what you see from a person and what our world and society defines as successful. <laughs> Um, So for people who don't know her, you know, she was the one that she had a skin condition um, and she was working on TV. So having skin conditions working on TV is not the ideal combination and nothing really worked. And so she thought, I can't be the only woman who has this issue. So she started to develop a a cosmetic line to help with that skin condition. But everybody told her, and especially men, it was always lots of men who told her, no, no one will buy that. And especially from a woman looking like you, you know, kind of like fat and out of shape and, you know, and she was like, and she really talks about it. Like so many people don't talk about what it takes to actually eventually get your breakthrough in business, no matter what it is that you do. But it tells you when you persistent enough, event, and 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 trust your guts and believe in yourself, eventually you get there. Promised, guaranteed. So um, that was basically the big lesson I got out of this. Um, there are a couple of mindset books that I would awesome
0: recommend.
1: That book again. Uh, the book certainly is called Believe It. It's now, by... Jamie.
0: Kern Lima,
1: yes, this (laughs) way. Don't trust me for names.
0: (laughs) All right, so, like, what's the next book? Because, uh, yeah,
1: and then there is another book, but I actually have to cheat a little bit on the title. Here's it the other way around. (laughs) Um, I have it just a second. Ah, here it is, here it is, here it is.
0: See, I always wonder if I should message people like I'm going to do this ahead of time but I like catching people because
1: it's always fun. That's all right. I know you enjoy that. So the other book I would certainly recommend is Mindset. Mm -hmm. It's written. No, it's just Mindset. It's a a book that tells you all about the beautiful neuro physiology and psychology and mindset in general and it's a very thorough book it's a very this is
0: by caroline carol dweck right that's what yes it is yeah it is cool yes
1: i love that that's if you do read nothing about mindset just that you're good in my eyes and then you know we talked a couple of times about the question why right Mm. simon sinek i love him yeah for the same reason he's very authentic he's very no bullshit approach and he wrote a book start with why yeah so that would be my third there are a couple of books that um i don't recommend to read because they're not written for (laughs) they're not written for non finance people like uh like that's the only thing that i really really um wait
0: wait, i've just got a clip are we doing your recommendations list right now
1: those three books i would recommend and they all they also influenced me a lot so those books are on both lists
0: okay cool those books are on both lists so So the next
1: two books are not on that list because i would never in my dreams, recommend them to anyone who is not familiar with the finance, financial stuff, okay? Yeah. Because it's, yeah, no. It's dry. But I have to look to try as an understatement. I actually, uh, sorry, I'm just turning up. To-
0: just a moment, guys. Just going to pause. And we're back
1: we're back i just had to look at sorry for the noise they started noise to do
0: good. Don't worry. Good.
1: okay of course finance guys are simple see <laughs> i was like what's the title what's the title um so it's actually financial planning and analysis mm-hmm. as the title says not sexy at all um and performance management um it's written by a guy called jack alexander i think it's the most comprehensive guide around cash flow, management, cash flow, forecasting, and all those. What are those words? Um, cash. Okay. It's a book all around cash mm-hmm. and how to read it and what to do with it. But it's not written at all um, <laughs> for anybody outside of the finance world. And that's what I found with lots of books. So that is a book that influenced me a lot, but I would not recommend to read it. Like you read maybe oh, if you're really brave and courageous, five pages, and then you're like, oh, nee, no, thank you. More interesting. Mm. Okay, a book that... Around money. That I think is... Mm,
0: mm. Hold on, I'm just going to pause, guys, just one moment. Sorry, guys, just had to, like, get the right titles there for her. Uh, sure. uh,
1: all right. So the titles of the books that I would recommend or the, that I would think people... Okay, so I'll be get to read. Okay, Okay.
0: so these are two books that you recommend. Two more books that you recommend people right
1: Um, would be Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill,
0: Mm -hmm. classic,
1: and The Millionaire Next Door. Who's that by?
0: Do you remember? Like who's that by? Who's that? Who's that by? Okay, Um, while I'm actually looking this up, uh,
1: Thomas Stanley. Yes, (laughs) also a doctor. (laughs) so um yeah do you want me to summarize those because we've been back and forth so the the books i think you get a good benefit out of reading are um believe it mindset start with why think and grow rich and the millionaire next door
0: yep we do and then we've got like yep we've got one more my books right
1: for my books um question because i'm reading so many books um <laughs> oh my goodness uh one you just want one oh
0: yeah don't you just love it when your brain just gets into this pickle exactly exactly well, how you you got.
1: i guess i would say chillpreneur by dennis duffield thomas
0: yeah, I do. I like her book. I've actually read through it all the way, like read through bits and pieces of it, but I really enjoyed it. It's, really it's kind book. of
1: like a summer read. It's not too heavy. Yeah, it's quite nice. <laughs> you know, it's I had a few ask. heavy hints, so I need some not so heavy things in between. Yeah, sure. But yeah, but anything by Simon Sinek, I'm getting more into him. And I had a few new books that actually I haven't read yet, but I put on my list.
0: That's pretty cool. Um, well, that, both, you know, I mean, I'm always about like buying as many books as possible, clearly the library behind me. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, like, my my specialty is I'm reading a bit of here and I'm reading a bit of there. And then I'm starting a third book. Right. So I'm reading kind of three books simultaneously. Of course, that, you know, doesn't make me move along very quickly <laughs>
0: but you get what you need when you need it right that's always right. the case that's the way i look at books but yeah guys please go ahead and check out uh, connie's website connie and as always please subscribe review rate and have yourself of the show and please have yourself an amazing weekend if you've got any takeaways that came out from the show please send them over to us in the comment section or anywhere else that we're posting this and hey by the way guys not long to go we're only a couple of more episodes before we hit the finale And uh, the last three episodes, I got to tell you, are going to be insane. So please make sure you view in for them. Uh, They're going to be pretty, pretty awesome. Take care, guys. And thank you, Connie, for being here. Have an amazing weekend and uh, speak to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.